to the Plus 6 Podcast. My name is Pete, and I'll go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. Welcome to Man You Know on Twitter is JeppaDT. Welcome to the show, Jep. Hey, Pete. Talking rucks tonight. So are you locked into your premium ruck options to start the season? Definitely not, my friend. Uh, really struggling with the R2, R1 combo. Not sure how to go. Uh, you know, injuries to the popular personnel have... You know, sort of made me think a little bit, and um, yeah, really keen to see them in pre-season action. Yeah, well, I haven't. I've thrown R1 and R2 in when I opened up, and I haven't changed since. So I'm pretty locked. But yeah, obviously a few things up and about that we need to t- pay attention to. That's for sure. Alrighty, we are talking AFL fantasy season-long classic mode. This discussion is a pre-season consideration for premium rucks. This podcast is being recorded on Tuesday night, February 14, and of course the news has been crushed out for you on the AFL Ratings Network. The content is free, likes and retweets are always appreciated. Again, make necessary adjustments as news comes to hand. Alrighty, Jeff, let's get into it. So premium rucks, 700k or above, Max Gorn, non-14k, so he's priced at 103.3 points, so he's going to be a split roll with Brody Grundy. Um... It's up there in price. He might even be able to hit that, I reckon, um, because he was pretty decent with Luke Jackson, but I don't think I'm going to consider him at round one. No, I'm not either, mate. I think, well, let's see how the, the combo pans out. We get a good six weeks look at it, and if, you know, the fantasy gods align, he'll have forward status by round six. So that's what I'm keen on, and I'll fade him to start round one. Next one here, Tim English, 901k, 101.8 average starting. So sounds like to me he's going to be a solo ruck to start the year, which is great. But unfortunately, the last couple of weeks have been a little bit unsettled for English. So he's had a, um, an adductor issue. Now he's had a hamstring issue uh, this week. So it's not like end of the world type stuff, but it's just a little bit unsettled for me. So... Um, I'm definitely considering, but geez, I want to see a clean pre-season to finish out, Jeff. Yeah, it's it's got our attention, hasn't it? We we don't want to go into the year with injured players um, or anyone under a cloud. So let's see how he goes in the pre-season games. He's a popular R1 for many, and I think he's the best ruck option for the season, no doubt, when fully fit. But we just need to tick off his fitness in the pre-season matches. Next one here, Brody Grundy. So obviously splitting with Max Gorn there at Melbourne. So 830k price at 93.8. So split ruck roll. Um, the average he can get there as well, I guess. So, but yeah, obviously same deal uh, with Grundy as Max Gorn for me. I don't think I'm going to consider him at round one. Your thoughts there? Yeah, much like Gorn, my friend. I think we just wait till it plays out, get an understanding. Um, and then sort of make a decision by round five, round six. It's, um, you know, Grundy could be in line for a forward status as well by then. Next one here, Riley O'Brien. So 826k, 93.3. I'm presuming it's going to be a solo rack, but, yeah, just obviously keep an eye out for practice matches and pre-season games for Adelaide to see if there's any change there. I haven't really heard that many people talk up Riley O'Brien, so but I'll keep an open mind here. At this stage, I don't think I'm going to start with him at round one. We know he can score, Jeff. We do. I was a proud owner last year, and, look, he didn't upset me too much. I must be honest. I 
I think he's a good, safe bet at R2, but there's not much trajectory to improve on last year. So his best is 95, I think, average over the season. Um, how he starts the year, and, you know, we usually always trade in rucks anyway, so weighing that up, how are we going to... Um, how are we going to start with Riley or be, be a bit different, be a bit left field? I don't think it's out of the question. Next one here, Ron Marshall, 808K, price at 91.3. Uh, this is going to be strong ruck usage. Uh, I presume it's going to be uh, solo for quite a bit of time. Uh, obviously, with Max King going out early, there's a little bit of concern he could spend time forward. But at this, like, unless Campbell or Heath come into that, sort of side to start the season. And that's the one thing we're going to keep an eye out with um, practice matches for St Kilda is that what what sort of game time do the threats to Rowan Marshall have um, and if there are any concerns that they are going to be playing round one. That, that's pretty much my only concern for Rowan Marshall, which is pretty minor at this stage. So at this stage, I'm highly considering Rowan Marshall round one. Yep. Yeah, me too. I think yeah, it's obvious. If the role is there, we just pick them. So let's do our due diligence following the preseason games. Um, and look, in history, tells us Ross, the boss, loves his Ruckman. Loves, he doesn't switch it up too much, I don't think. Um, so he'll look good based pending you know, teams and how he performs. Next one here, Jared Witts. Gold Coast Ruck 801k price at 90.5. I think that's pretty much appropriate at this stage. Maybe a little bit of upside available there. Uh, I believe he's going to be solo ruck to start the season. Again, keep an eye on pre-season games for Gold Coast. Um, it's actually one I'm considering, Jeb. So if a few things don't work out with other rucks uh, that I'm considering, that I might land on Jared Witts. Your thoughts? Yeah, interesting. I, it's not one really I've sort of considered, and that's more because of age. Um I know, you know, he's on the wrong side of 30 now. And, um, yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I don't feel like there's much upside. So I'll be passing on, I think. On to the next one here, Mark Blixar. So we're going to see potentially a split role where he could be the number two in there for Geelong. Uh, can play midfield as well, can go back. So variety of roles, flexibility here, 800k. 90.4 average to start the season, which is probably appropriately priced. Um, and might be in the Jared Witch scenario here for me. If everything doesn't pan out well, then I might consider Blick Sarves. But, yeah, pretty small consideration at this stage. Yeah, no, I'm highly considering him just because of his inside midfield role. I thought he was instrumental for Geelong in the final series in the last few rounds. Uh, looking closely at Geelong training, I've been keeping a good eye on him, and he's been around the midfield mark and rucking and you know, as an on-baller. So he also is on the wrong side of 30, Pete, but he has a different fitness base than most footballers, and yep. I'll be considering him very much so for round one. Yeah, if it's just ruck and midfield, and that midfield increases, don't forget Selwood is out of that team. If that midfield time looks like it's going to increase, uh, it might be a little bit more of a consideration for me. Next one here, Sean Darcy. 760k price at 85.9. Split role with Luke Jackson here. Uh, he'll spend some time forward. Uh, Jackson into the ruck, so not an option, unfortunately, for Sean Darcy. We know he can score. We know he can score at a strong rate, but no consideration here for me at round one. Yeah, not for me either. Um, I think that split between Darcy and Jackson forward is going to be very well balanced, meaning, you know, it could be a 60 40 split or a 
you know, at worst, 70-30. So, yeah, there's a bit of pain to come with Darcy's scores, I would say. Next one here, Taylor will be named Curvis for Richmond. Uh, probably going to see Split Ruck uh, and can, can be solo at such stages there. So a little bit inconsistent, which may lead to some volatile scoring there. Depends how Damien Hardwick starts that team. And just one off there is Tom Lynch probably struggling to get up for round one at this stage. So therefore, that probably leans into Soto potentially starting uh, forward. But obviously, Richmond have some other options there. So definitely want to keep an eye out for 758k, 85.6 price. That not a consideration for me. Yeah, not for me. Um, again, not never really showed a fantasy game. He's been around a while. So um, what, what's going to change now? Next one here, Braden Proust. So 758k price at 85.6. Potentially a split role. Uh, the Giants have got some depth forward and defence for key. So, you know, does that mean they'll play one ruck? But who's going to come in for the second ruck option, which might lend itself to actually um, the Giants playing two rucks to start off the season, which is probably no good. So there's a few rucks in the consideration and the mix of the Giants, and Proust is certainly one of those. We only get one look at the Giants in a pre-season game, but I guess... From the ruck point of view, that might give us a very strong indication who starts in that first in advance of that quarter one and who gets the majority of early time of where they're going to land at round one. So just keep an eye out for that, but not a consideration for me at this stage for Proust because he's just been a nightmare to own throughout the last few years. Yeah, I'm not ruling it out as fast as many are. I think we, we forget his points per minute and how good he can score when he's sensible on the field and not doing silly stuff. So... Yeah, I, I like I said before, I feel like every year we trade in the rucks. You know, Proust could be a good stepping stone to start with, and we'll see how other rucks pan out, and, and we can make a move. So I'm not really, it's unlikely, but I'm not ruling it out for round one. Next one here, Darcy Cameron, 725k, 81.9, starting average. So it's, uh, for me, it's going to be a split ruck roll to start the season, and you're potentially going to see uh, Cox into the ruck at some times and Cameron there as well. I think he's the number one if you're putting them in any order, and I think even I'm still bullish at his price at 81.9, even with Cox in the team. So I'm quite bullish uh, if Cox is not there even more so. So for me, uh, definitely consideration, and obviously we get to roster him forward as well if you would like. So definitely consideration for me, Jeff. Yeah, me too, mate. He um, He's definitely the one number one ruck in my opinion at Collingwood. I'm not as convinced as Cox playing in the 22 as as you are and a few others. Um, I want to see that and see how that plays out. But, um, yeah, nevertheless, like you said, even with Cox and the team being the number one ruck, I think there's a lot to like about Darcy Cameron to start the year. Next one here, 708K, Nick Natnui. So, props to the 80. Uh, yeah, we know he can score better than that. Uh, it's going to be probably a split ruck roll because obviously his game time can be limited. You know, that price tag of 80 for Nick who is actually not bad, but um, and he has managed his, well, his body and his health uh, quite well uh, recently. So, um, yeah, it's just probably not enough game time. If we could, if we could pretty much get 85%, which we're never going to get with him anymore, uh, I'd be highly considering him, but certainly not at his age and obviously potentially injury concerns. But, yeah, it's just not enough game time for me, Jeff, to consider. Yeah, likewise, mate. I, I would quickly put a line through that and Alrighty, final thoughts on the Rarks um, to finish off this podcast and what you're looking for 
uh, to lock in rock players at round one? Yeah, look, I've got a short list of about four or five. I think it's five at the moment, and I'm considering roll. You know, the split ruck time, checking out performance and health and their free-flowing ability in terms of are they carrying any niggles or are they completely 100% fit. Um, I don't think we can muck around too much in terms of being unique, well, picking high-risk players, I should say, in, in the ruck. So, you know, I'd, a unique would be Riley O'Brien, but I would think he's a safe bet. So... Yeah, it's an interesting line. It's causing me grief, um, and I'm sure a lot of coaches out there grief, but um, I wouldn't just be set on two or three. I would have a short, a bigger short list of four or five. Yeah, I'm about the same. Um, but uh, got a very narrow list at the stage, but happy to open uh, my mind up a little bit if I do need to do that at, at um, round one. But, yeah, very narrow list, and yeah, we're going to pretty much land on. I would, I would suggest, um, pretty much the same players. I would think, Jet. Alrighty, we'll leave this podcast right there. So, uh, thanks for listening to this one, and we're our next podcast will be a midfielder premium podcast. So, uh, thanks for tuning in, Jet. Thanks, guys.